on today's episode of Wilderness Radio. Yeah, they gave her the award, and then they had to take it away from her. Oh my god, dude. You buy a fake tree, you love China, basically. It slowly ripped this moon apart, and that's what formed into the Saturn rings that we see. Welcome back to Wilderness Radio, everybody. Welcome. It's been a couple weeks. Yeah, it's been a while. Yeah, it has been. Been been taking it easy during the holidays, I guess you could say. (laughs) (laughs) Taking it easy. But we got got three recurring hosts on, myself, Scout, and Ben, back on for the first time in a little while. Yeah, I was on the Thanksgiving one. I don't know if y'all did one. Oh, that's true. We did. That was the last one we did. Yeah, I think that was the last (laughs) one, right? (laughs) That was the last one. We're back. Back, which was baby. good did you guys uh i, I, I changed up one. the yeah i changed up the I intro it. and stuff yeah it was, i liked it a lot yeah yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. it sounded produced right because it yeah, was gonna, i think we'll do this episode and then i'm gonna try to like go through and get some of our best moments for one more episode this year and then maybe get some like oh nice more comp current clips of like maybe all anyone who's hosted i'll find like get a clip of them saying something yeah, like answer, that's a good answering some question, I don't know. Yeah. Uh or yeah. or a greeting or something. Yeah, yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah, that's a great idea. But yeah, it's been uh it's been a couple of weeks. You guys been up to anything interesting since Thanksgiving? Um I went to a wedding that was pretty fun in Charleston. Um got really drunk. <laughs> as one tends to do at a wedding (laughs) good good Uh, that was fun um that was probably the most interesting thing that i've done since then charleston's pretty cool that's a cool city yeah it's really it's like it's a cool like yeah like typical southern city that has like you know it's like you can tell there's a lot of rich people there you know (laughs) oh yeah. yeah 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 like all the houses there's houses like on the coast like looking at fort sumter that are like three stories and just like massive and like super old and just like full porches around the entire sides like it's like fucking crazy that'd be awesome to have one of those i know a mansion on the sea yeah although i imagine global warming is about to wreck the shit I know. out of that property. <laughs> yeah, <true>. yeah. <laughs> Those people are probably old as hell anyway. So yeah. True, true. <laughs> Scout, how about you've been up to I, it's now ski season, right? Yeah, I gotta be honest, I haven't well, I, I've been out skiing once, but it was a while ago. Uh we uh just got a snowstorm in this weekend though, but I haven't gotten out yet. Um to be you honest, do- Avalanche Danger is still I think it was considerable today. I was looking at the forecast. Do you uh do you go to like a specific resort or do you just backcountry at every time or what? I'm just doing backcountry this year. Last year I was at Solitude and the year before that I was at Brighton. So you're Both not gonna which... go to resorts at all? <laughs> nah, I'm too focused on coding right now. I'm like I'm in the full on grind for a job. Yeah, I was honestly gonna make a joke that pretty much what's happened for me is like exciting if you code or do like nerd stuff but otherwise i've been kind of just glued to my computer screen trying to get that job oh yeah yep 
I'm working on Dina's website, honestly, now. So, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, Dina hired you to make a website? Mm-hmm. That's cool. Hell, yeah. Yep. So, yeah. Working on that. An expanding reptile breeding business. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's sick, dude. Yeah. <laughs> How about you, Walker? What have you been up to? Oh, not too much. We went uh, camping in the Cumberland Gap National Park for uh, a weekend, a couple weekends ago with some people. That was pretty cool. We went to like a sand cave up on top of the mountain. Dude, I saw pictures of that. That looks so dope. Yeah, it was really weird. It's like there's limestone and sandstone out there. So like up on top of the mountain, there was just this like huge cave in the middle of the woods up there that's like just got a huge sand dune inside of it it's really wild (laughs) that's so cool that's crazy yeah yeah definitely worth checking out if you're out there yeah nice uh walker did you see that Bengals game yes or sunday i did yeah (laughs) (laughs) that was a bummer we've had a couple games this year where we've lost in overtime now yeah, that one was. There tough. was one earlier where we played the Packers and we ki- we missed like four field goals. Holy between shit. the two of us, yeah, it was not not a good not a good game. Ben, are you a Bengals fan too? No, but Morgan's family's from from Cincinnati, so like okay. I've been keeping up more with Cincinnati sports recently. Gotcha, gotcha, um, gotcha. Yeah, and we watched. I know that. Walker sadly is. Yeah, <laughs> much much to, much to his misfortune. Yeah. <laughs> the rough life. Although I will say one thing, I uh, I at one point during one of our episodes earlier, I remember calling out our friend Carson Kramer because his favorite team is the Pittsburgh Steelers. Right, and I remember the telling Steelers. him, I was like, "Your time is done. Like, that's it." And like <laughs> ever since then, they've kind of been sucking. So the predictions have yeah. been coming true so far. In all fairness, it, it's been a while. We've been kicking ass for oh, a little yeah. bit. So every yeah. team's got to have a a downswing at some point. And right. isn't yeah, isn't the NFL basically designed to do that, like with the draft system and stuff? Yeah, it's, like, des- it's over designed long to create. Time. Yeah, it's designed yeah. to create a more competitive like playing like, field between all the teams versus right. just a couple of teams being the best ones. Right. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Maybe NBA. I feel like the NBA lately is just always like five teams that just destroy everybody. Yeah, I mean, pretty much what any team LeBron's on, yeah, yeah, is basically a dominant <laughs> team. <laughs> right, yeah, right. pretty much. Um, yeah, and then separate sport, but Walker, did you see there was some drama that happened with the Champions League draw or something? I didn't. See I the- saw. I heard. No, I saw some people posting that like the Champions League was like really messed up this week, but I didn't look, I didn't know what, what they were talking about. What Champions League of what? It's like it's Is like that... in Europe, all of the best soccer teams across all the countries in Europe basically have like a tournament okay. every year called the Champions League. It's like basically yeah, besides okay. the World Cup, this is like considered the number one thing you could possibly win in the world. Gotcha. Right. Um but yeah, I guess it was like they were drawing for the groups that they're going to play in or something or the yeah it i i watched a video i didn't fully understand what was happening but the guy who was drawing it like misspoke on purpose or not on purpose to be determined and included 
or didn't include Man Man United in the draw or something. And so they they could have played like Liverpool or something, but they didn't. I don't know. It was like he <laughs> he fucked it up live, and it's like uh you know, like you can't really go back. And then everybody, of course, is, you know, if you win the Champions League, you get like a billion dollars or some crazy shit. Like, oh, yeah, that's a lot of money there. Oh, um, that's crap. on the line. Yeah, that's crazy. So everybody's like, he did it on purpose. Like, you know, he knows what he's doing. I don't know. And it's like, know, maybe he just fucked up. Like, I don't know. <laughs> it's like uh, when I thought, was it Steve Harvey at the Oscars? When I thought <laughs> yeah. <the> wrong. <laughs> Or the, the wrong uh, movie for best picture, and the, like, they went out the, and like, I don't know, it was the wrong actress for like best. It was, Miss it was US. A yeah, yeah, it was a beauty yeah. pageant. Yeah. yeah, that's right. And that she had right. already like accepted, like, yeah, they gave her the award, <laughs> and then they had to take it away from her. Oh my god, dude, that was one of the like most awkward videos to watch. Just like, <laughs> oh man, like, <laughs> absolutely uh, brutal. Is your heart stolen from you in an instant? Dude, that's like one of the funniest live TV moments ever for sure. Like, (laughs) what a fuck up. But they also, I think there was also a time where they messed up the best picture recently at the Oscars or they like said the wrong movie. Yeah. They did, I think. Was it like Moon something? Moon Dance? Moonlight? Moonlight or Moonlight moon? ended, Moonlight was the one I think that actually did win. Yeah. Said the but wrong they announced one. something else or something. Yeah. I do remember. Have that. you ever seen Moonlight? That's a pretty good movie. No, what's it about? Give me it's about three sentences. It's about a gay black man like struggling with like struggling with that throughout his life. That's basically like nice. It's like follows different periods of his life kind of and like it's a good cool. movie. It's very, it's nice. well made. Yeah, I could go for a good movie soon. Yeah, same. It's the last thing I saw. Oh, I watched Pig. Pig was pretty cool. I like Pig a lot. Yeah, a good Nicolas Cage movie. Were you? So you were telling me yesterday there's some Nicolas Cage movie coming out. <laughs> yes, dude. next year that sounded crazy. Can it you explain? What, explain yeah. the movie. So the movie is basically Nick Cage plays himself. And he's offered a million dollars by a Mexican, like, celebrity billionaire or something. Uh, He's offered a million dollars to come to his birthday party and play his, like, various roles for, like, a couple hours and then go home. And once he gets there, he discovers that the the billionaire is really a drug kingpin and, like, there's some other crazy shit going afoot. And so he has to draw on his various other roles to like get himself and whoever else out of this situation. <laughs> wow. P- Pedro Pascal plays the billionaire and uh, Neil Patrick Harris is in it. But yeah, is, Nick Cage is obviously in it. Is Pedro Pascal the the guy from uh, The Mandalorian? Mandalorian, yep. Oh, oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm thinking of someone else. He's in other stuff too. Yeah. You might be thinking of something else. Yeah. There's some good movies coming out the next couple of weeks. This is like the time of year when all the like really good stuff really starts yeah. to come out. Dude, pull that up. Let's look at that. And Spider-Man comes out 
this upcoming weekend. That looks pretty cool. That's gonna break. That's gonna be one of the most top grossing movies of all time. I'm guarantee. I guarantee you. You think so? Oh yeah, people are so. I mean, when the trailer came out for that, it was one of it was the most viewed trailer of all time. What's number one right now? Avengers Endgame. Oh, dude, they have a a trailer. They have a trailer for that Nicolas Cage movie. Oh, nice. On your thing. (laughs) Oh wait, which which one is it? Scroll down a little bit. That uh, the unbearable weight on the right. The unbearable weight. Oh, I see. Okay, nice. Yeah, Um, uh... (laughs) that's cool. The unbearable weight of massive talent, and then something yeah. else. So. Uh, there's a new, the new Matrix movie. Oh, dude, that's soon. That's huh? gonna be awesome. Yeah, that I was actually really talking good. to Roger about watching the trilogy again before that. Oh, yeah. that's a good idea. Yeah. Uh, the Kingsman. That's like a prequel. There's, that's a pretty good series. It Have is you a good seen series. those? Yeah, I think I've seen one of those. They're the good. This one was really good. The second one was pretty good too, wasn't it? If I recall correctly, I've heard I have seen one of them, but I heard really good things about all both of them. Nice. Um, I know this one. I thought it was interesting because I saw the bad guy is Rasputin. Oh he's yeah, at least, like, yeah, one of the bad guys. So I thought that was cool. <laughs> oh, don't uh, look up, dude. Don't look up. That's like Leonardo DiCaprio, Jonah Hill. That Mitch looks hilarious. Oh, uh, Jennifer Lawrence it's like they're like leonardo dicaprio and jennifer lawrence are like some scientists trying to convince people that the world is actually going to end like i guess they're having a hard time convincing people that the world is actually going to end sounds real yeah it seems seems based on real events it's supposed to be it's supposed to be a pretty funny movie (laughs) and then uh, oh well i guess they're making another nightmare on elm street Street. (laughs) I think there's a new oh uh, licorice pizza. That one looks really good too. Um, that sounds disgusting. It does sound disgusting, but it, it looks like a good movie. Uh, yeah, I don't even know. That one's kind of just like a teenage coming of age movie, I guess is what I, how I would describe it. What it looks like. That's kind of what it looked like. Yeah. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm definitely stoked for the Matrix. I, I want to say maybe that one the most out of all of them. Yeah, I think I, I would, would agree say Spider Man, but I'm kind of getting sick of the Superman movie, the superhero movies. Like every t- I, the last couple I watched, yeah. I'm just like, all right, like this happens, and then this happens, all right, and then there's the big fight at the end. Okay, cool, right. that's the end of the movie. Like it's just right. like it just seems, even though the plots are a little different, like the the overall thing is basically the same. Like there's gonna be a big fight at the end every right. time, and like I don't know, that's kind of getting old to me. Right. Yeah. Yeah. No, I uh, definitely excited to see the Matrix is just such a like meta, like philosophical movie. Like, I don't know. It's or good, just crazy good science fiction movie. It right. seems like they are hopefully going to take it in a cool direction. I've seen a lot of cool theories about it. Yeah. Like, like trailer breakdowns and stuff that like point out references to the trilogy in the trailer and stuff like that mm. yeah i'm excited for that one but yeah actually did you know like christmas and thanksgiving are like two of the like busiest days of the year at the movies i believe it i yeah. think we always went to i feel like we always went to the movies on christmas eve like during the day 
Mm. Oh yeah, I we would go to the movies on holidays a lot. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good it's a good way to like spend a couple hours where you don't have to interact with your relatives, you know. <laughs> right. Still have bonding time and just if anybody, yeah, you're also there with them. Yeah. Yeah. If anybody <laughs> over the holidays like needs a break, go to a movie, you know. <laughs> You, you might have one. to go you see, might have to be there, but like go see Dune. Go see Dune. Yeah. yeah. Get you a couple hours. Right. <laughs> see Dune twice. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. All right. Do you, do you guys have any wilderness facts? I do. I was actually about to uh Yeah, I got a pretty cool one. Or I think it's cool. It's time for Random Wilderness Facts, where we discuss everything you've ever heard about nature, and maybe something you haven't. For my Wilderness Fact this week, I decided to get really uh, festive with mine, so I was like, you know, trees, that's a big part of uh, the wilderness, and what's a big part of trees during this time of year, Christmas trees, so I decided I'd bought some uh quick christmas tree facts uh for people so there's approximately 25 to 30 million trees sold in the u.s every year like real christmas trees not the fake ones from the store nice we got a real tree hey good for you i encourage everybody to get a real tree you're supporting uh you're supporting a good industry with like a lot of like small there's not really like corporate there's not a ton of corporate farms that grow Christmas trees as much as there is other things. There's a lot of like small timers that grow trees. My roommate went and harvested it off of a uh, BLM land. Oh, nice. Is that technically legal? Do you know? I'm pretty sure it was, I, I'm pretty sure they looked it up. Okay. <laughs> I would want, cause I, I know BLM land. I believe it don't is. really care. I think it is. I'm pretty sure they checked out the legality of it because they ended up having to like drive kind of far and in the opposite direction of anything cool. Right. Do you know what kind of tree they got? Uh, pinion pine is what I am told. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Nice. Uh, at any given time, there's close to 350 million trees growing in farms across the U.S. That's so cool. Uh, I guess that makes sense because it takes what 10 years for a tree to well so that's interesting because like they sell different size trees so it really just depends like they'll sell really tiny trees too you know that's true yeah that's true uh it's a big business you can make a lot of money growing and selling Christmas trees like if you know if you know what you're doing and you know how to run the business there's a lot of money to be made there there's a ton in North Carolina aren't there oh yeah North Carolina actually that said the top spoiled a fun fact (laughs) i'll I'll, I'll skip to one the top christmas tree producing states are oregon north carolina michigan pennsylvania wisconsin go pa and and washington that's cool it's interesting that the uh, pacific northwest and then like yeah i don't know there's it seems like there's kind of clusters the great lakes area and then pennsylvania and also north carolina (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I mean, uh, if you sold those, go for how much did y'all pay for your scout? Uh, we they did well, not, they harvested it. Oh, yeah, they got it. They got yeah. it for free. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was just thinking, if you sold like, you know, like a thousand trees for a hundred dollars, like that's a hundred thousand dollars. You know, 
the math checks out. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess a thousand trees kind of is a lot to sell. Also, a hundred dollars. I don't know if I would pay a hundred for a tree. I feel like, what do you guys feel like is a good price for a tree? What would you pay for a tree? I, just, I think if you're, I think if you have a big, if like you have a house and you're wanting like a twelve foot tree, you know, like a a good sized tree, I think a hundred or two hundred bucks okay. is fairly that's, definitely reasonable. That's fair. I'm thinking like five or six foot. I'm not thinking of twelve footer, but that's fair. Yeah. yeah what would you say for like a five or six footer, like a your standard middle middle America? You know. I mean, I think honestly, I think like. 60 50 60 bucks minimum for a tree i would think like it's a lot of time they're putting into that like and water i don't know i don't have any and like if you ever i don't know if you've ever looked at trees at like the garden center and stuff but like they're pretty expensive yeah i guess it's expensive to buy trees yeah (laughs) interesting yeah but yeah i mean i encourage everybody to buy an actual christmas tree every year if if you're into the holidays and you like being festive don't get a fake tree get a real tree you're supporting like let's see there's fifteen thousand farms that grow christmas trees in the u.s and over a hundred thousand people are employed in that industry so you know your money stays in the united states and goes to actual people here versus biodegradable it's biodegradable and yeah it's a tree it's an actual tree Every time you get by a tree, more trees are planted. Mm-hmm. It's just uh, it's all around a good thing. And uh, those fake trees, I mean, you're just supporting China, you know? <laughs> That's where those trees come from. They come from China. <laughs> it's true. Be true, be true. Moral so, yeah. story. And also, they're just pollution. They're garbage. They're literal just garbage. Like You buy a fake tree, you love China, basically. Basically, you're a communist who loves China. <laughs> Hell yeah. So those are yeah, so that's my uh my wilderness fact of the week is uh some Christmas tree facts for everybody. Buy a oh, real tree. Oh, oh, another one. It can take as many as 15 years to grow a tree of typical height 6 to 7 feet or as little as 4 years. But the average growing time is 7 years. That makes sense. Yeah, that's cool. Sorry, I thought that one was interesting. Yeah, for sure. I'm sure somebody was very interested by that. Yeah. One of our listeners. I know I was. Uh, (laughs) I know I was. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, yeah. Buy a real tree. That's the end of my, and that's That's the end of my presentation. All right. Well, I've got something way different than Christmas trees. Um, It was mine. (laughs) Okay. This is a very wide encompassing segment. Like. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I share my screen? How do I share my? Oh, can you activate screen sharing, Walker, so I can show you guys? Yeah, article? hold on. I have some cool pictures. This week, I studied jaguars in South America. Nice. So yeah, basically, I I read an article today about. Um, Is it jaguars or jaguars? It's, jaguar. I actually don't know. I uh, <laughs> jaguar. Jaguar. <laughs> yeah. Jaguar. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go with jaguar. Yeah, jaguar. That seems right to me. Probably the. It but, looks like it's right. Like yeah. yeah. Basically, this this like group of jaguars in South America and Pantanal, which is a big wetland, have kind of I don't know about evolved, but adapted 
definitely not evolved, but they've adapted to uh, spend most of their time when they're hunting in the water, uh, which because it's a wetland, they can usually wade like chest deep ish and they eat fish primarily. Um, And so this is a, I guess it's a pretty weird behavior for the Jaguars. What, to eat fish or to? Well, to to hunt mostly in the water, to spend most of your time hunting in the water. Because the other side of it is that like when they're not hunting and in the water, when they're on land, they're usually playing and hanging out with each other, which as you know, as big cats, jaguars are not like very social at all. Mostly jaguars are like, I did not know solitary. Yeah. Yeah. Well, they are. Yeah. Uh, And so, yeah, mostly they're solitary uh, animals, but since they like, seem to not have hunting pressures these jaguars are able to like hang out more and like yeah spend a lot of time uh hunting fishing playing and socializing together based on previous studies this is extremely unusual behavior for jaguars who normally spend their lives alone meeting up sparingly to mate yeah but it was a study done over four years that yeah just sort of studied it so I think it's like they have a lot of, they don't have to worry about stuff so they have time to socialize is that the hypothesis I, I think that's maybe a hypothesis you can draw from it yeah I don't know oh here here we go the researchers hypothesize it is the wetlands rich biodiversity that allows for this behavior with so much food to go around there's no reason for the jaguars yep. to be in competition or fight over resources yep yeah exactly yeah that makes yeah. that makes sense yeah Yep. That's cool. So are are Jaguars only in South America, do you know? I actually don't know what their like range is. I think they're up into North America too. I believe there's Jaguars in I want to say Florida or has been. I could be wrong. Whoa, I didn't know that. I could be wrong. Let's check it out. That make that that doesn't sound crazy to me, actually. Jaguar because like the there's a football, there's an NFL team named the Jacksonville Jaguars. So that's true, yeah. Um, I would imagine that's because there was a jaguar in Florida at some point. Let's see. Let's see. Ooh, maybe not Florida, but Texas. <laughs> I bet at some point though there was. Can you guys see this map over here? Yeah. I bet at some point they were there, but yeah. Um, yeah, I would imagine at some point. It goes basically. I, also, up I feel the... like I've heard of jaguars being in Florida. So, huh? They have them in the Southwest. Yeah, that's interesting. In theory, I guess. But mostly, it seems like mostly in the Amazon. Yeah, I guess the dark red is the more the light they're more yeah. at. Yeah, yeah. And that's like if you look at other maps over here, you can it's pretty consistent, like that area. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Oh wow, look that one said I didn't realize a jaguar is bigger than a leopard, which is bigger than a cheetah. I didn't know that. Yeah. At least according to this picture. <laughs> <laughs> what about the panther? panther? Oh, it comes from Wikipedia, so. Hey, that's I buy a pretty it. reliable source. I buy it. I, do you remember back in the day when Wikipedia was not necessarily a reliable source still? Like, yeah, people, I was told by, you were told by teachers, don't use that as your source. Like, but, yeah. but the teachers always told me to just use the source that like, that they Wikipedia. put at the bottom. Yeah. It's the same yeah. fucking thing. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> it, was the issue, like... it was a lot easier to edit the pages to say yeah. whatever you, you wanted back then. 
which yeah. I still think you can do, but it's like they they it's pretty hard to put something false out there now. People still do that all the time. Oh though. yeah, yeah. Uh, like for I know uh, something funny that something funny among like sports fans that they'll do is like if one player like owns another player or something, they'll go into like the guy who got owns like Wikipedia and put like them as their father. Uh, Christian <laughs> Pulek. Yeah, this guy is the father of this guy. <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> he's younger than him no one knows how it happened yeah. <laughs> well heck yeah jaguars pretty cool animal that would be a really awesome animal to get to see in the wild oh i would love to see a jaguar i really want to go see a mountain lion someday or would it be terrifying oh it would be both oh it could be awesome and good. terrifying i saw when i went to california I, I saw a bobcat on the golf course which was crazy Dude, that's dope yeah more. It just like it just like walked across the cart path and like into the like sand dune and was just like chilling. And I was like, is that like a regular cat or is it like a fucking bobcat? And then I got close and it was a bobcat. <laughs> pretty distinct like whisker shapes, right? Or yeah. ear shapes. What am it, I thinking of? It didn't have a tail really, which is distinct. Oh, well, very cool. Thanks for thanks for that fact, Scott. That was interesting. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Absolutely. So jaguars are now swimming and hunting. Be afraid. Yep. <laughs> They're gonna yes, get... that's the moral of the story. Run, hide. Hide your kids, hide your wife. Um, All right, so Ben, what you got? <clears throat> mine is that all houseflies hum in the key of F. Whoa, really? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Huh. Um, so wait, is that that's just the one species like of housefly or something? Yeah, I guess yeah, it's probably I don't this doesn't say like the specific like genus or whatever, but it just says houseflies. Where are you getting this from? Just curious. Right now this is this isn't like some like Gary's fun facts like um, no. It, that's where I edu a dot lol. That's where I initially found it. Wait, what um, was the fun fact? Did I miss it? Yeah, all houseflies hum in the key of F. Oh, that's dope. Um, it says, because they lack vocal cords, insects make sounds by rubbing their legs together using vibrating membranes or moving their wings. The common housefly flaps its wings about 190 times per second, and the human ear interprets that frequency as a pitch along the F major scale. So it's like a like a I, scale. I will definitely say I feel like I can hum a fly's note. You so, know what I mean? Like, I do feel like there is a note that I can go to that I feel like, mm, yeah, that's a fly. Yeah, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, Ben, and it feels like the same note right. that you every just hummed. Time, yeah. And it says, while not every housefly is the same size and flaps at the same speed, the measurements are always proportional, ensuring that the creatures consistently hit the same notes. So, uh, I buy it. I is believe there, it. Wait, is there a reason for that, or is it just something that somebody noticed? Um, they probably measured it. Are you saying, like, is there a reason that they used that? Or, yeah, or is like, there a reason that they're all in that note, that key? 
it's probably just a physics thing. It's probably just like the fly happens to fly aerodynamically at this amount. And like those wings at that size produce that frequency. Right. Right. Because like sound or like notes are essentially like an oscillation of airwaves. Right. And so if the fly is flapping at roughly that frequency, then that's what we associate it with, you know? Yeah. Um, I found a video on YouTube that's like a minute and a half long. So it's about musical house flies. Let's, I have no idea if it'll be good, but let's see. YouTube, it's Cram. You may have read many wacky facts about animals on the internet. Some are very simple, and others are outright impossible. You may have heard that house flies always hum in the key of F. What does this mean and how? It means that the sounds they produce always match with the seven notes in the F major scale, which are F, G, A, B flat, C, D, and E. How do they produce this noise? Well, there are three main ways insects as a whole produce sound. The first is a vibrating membrane, similar to drums. Insects such as cicadas have a membrane over a hollow cavity that they use to make sound. Another way is rubbing one body part against the other, like when crickets rub their feet together. This is similar to a violin. The third is through the vibration of their wings, which is how houseflies produce sound. This is why houseflies always hum in the key of F. Different houseflies are different sizes, but the size of their wings are related to how fast they flap their wings. The larger their wings, usually the slower they flap their wings. Sound is simply vibrations. And so this special relationship between the size of the wing and the speed of the flapping is what ensures that houseflies always hum in the key of F. Insects usually make various noises and calls to attract mates or to communicate with other insects. I hope you enjoy this video as much as I appreciated you watching. Nice. That was pretty good. Oh, short sweet. short and to the point i like it right so there's not really like a reason i guess it's just like a huh. know, that's just a coincidence what? i don't know yeah like i i would not imagine that it like that they're like attracting some particular plant right. or right. you know what i mean i don't i would imagine it just happens to be a physics thing you know? I, i've always on like kind of more of like a pot talk note i've kind of always thought of sound as like something we do not understand at all oh dude like as humans like we just don't perceive and understand sound i feel like like we just live vision is clearly our number one yeah vision is clearly like our most prevalent like sense so like you know our other senses like i feel like you know there's such a big range of stuff that we're missing um like on the high and like scientifically we probably can't even understand about sound that like it's just you know who knows what who knows what reality what things we could learn about reality if we actually knew what we like knew about that stuff like if we could hear the lower like frequencies like whales or some shit you know like exactly like we can only hear a certain range of sound like literally audible. yeah the audible range yeah same for his sight, though, too, because we can only see in what we've established as the what, visible. But what what spectrum is sound on? It's got to be on an energy spectrum, right? Or no? Is it like super low on the electromagnetic spectrum? That can't be. Mm, no, there's no way because it it, would it has to travel fre- through a medium. It would be a frequency, right? Like a frequency range, right? Like, uh, I don't know. What? Well, but like. Like, can you have, like... Huh. I see what you're getting at. You get what I'm saying? Like, you know how light yeah. is part of the electromagnetic spectrum? 
is right. sound also part of a spectrum or is sound just its own thing where it just like because there's there, there's got to be stuff that we can't hear there is, like we can't hear whale i mean you can kind of hear whales but like not really you know or like ultrasonic shit yeah ultrasonic right. we can't ultrasonic. hear ultrasonic and so i, guess I mean I know, it's it's definitely know. bound by like the atmosphere so it can't be a universal constant but it's got to be like well so is light though too because light travels different through different mediums right same for sound yeah but sound can't travel through vacuum though that's the thing it has to have like physical true yeah mm, yes <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't know what you call that. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, sorry, I'm kind of getting off. In the no, I feel like it's interesting, honestly, to think about. Like, I, you know, it's just something. Sometimes you're just like sitting there and you're just thinking about how the how the hell life works. Yeah, and how like, things like, work. Huh. How the things uh, around you work. Yeah. Right. Like I don't know. It's, it feels like there's a spectrum there. I'm just curious. Like. Yeah, because like all of the, like the key of F is like, is like one frequency in the octave. Right. And, another octave of right. like a certain frequency right exactly because it's what it's hertz no not hertz hertz i think so yeah hertz right. is like frequencies per second is that right that sounds right yeah it's like x like cycles per second or mm-hmm. whatever yeah yeah also oh scout some uh interesting uh space news that i know is happening really soon they're launching a new telescope the james webb telescope yes yeah Yeah. that's like next week aren't they launching this thing yeah i think so i think it's next uh, it's supposed to be like a lot better than the hubble telescope right yes yeah like it's gonna give us the ability to see some really crazy shit in space right yes yeah it's gonna be yeah basically it like it uses a different type of technology where the Hubble used like a bunch of big lenses. This uses a bunch of big sensors, which basically gathers more data. And then I think we process it more on earth. Whereas the Hubble had to like deal with the light up there. This just like takes in everything and sends it all back. And is like, you guys figure it out what to do with this data. Right. I'm reading I could about be, this. I could be totally wrong about that, but that's kind of what is I it, think is going it, on. Does it orbit Earth, or is it like, are we sending it like? I think they're it, sending it off. I think I, it goes to a Lagrange point, I believe, which is a point. Basically, when you have one body orbiting another, um, there <laughs> are points near the second body that are fixed points in the orbit. So, like oh, with. With the Earth and the Sun, there's a point just ahead of the Earth's orbit where if something is in that orbit, it stays in that position all the time. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, it doesn't have to, like, actually orbit around the planet or anything. Like the sweet spot. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's actually really cool. There's, like, a lot of cool ideas for space stations at Lagrange points and, like, yeah, it's it's a pretty neat concept, honestly. Is, Is it Lagrange or Grange? I believe Lagrange. Actually, is, it might be Lagrangian. Is there multiple Lagrange points? There or? are five. Yeah, there are five per body. <clears throat> hmm. uh, it is Lagrange point. Lagrange. And yeah, there are. 
five points. Dang, I'm yeah, reading this. Neat. I'm reading this article about this thing. Apparently, <laughs> so there re- a lot of people are really anxious that if a- they're saying that if anything goes wrong, it's going to be a disaster for NASA. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> Oh, I believe it, yeah. Yeah, like, they've had $10 billion in years of delays. Yeah, this thing has been... Yeah, this thing has been uh, on the books for a while. It's been a well-anticipated project. Yeah, they're just talking about how, like, how difficult it's going to be to get it to where they need it, and, like, how so much could go wrong. (laughs) Yep. Especially, (laughs) yeah, the the act of getting it to the... If it does go to a Lagrange point, getting it to one is kind of a tricky proposition. Right. I can imagine. Yeah. And then keeping it there. Well, I guess if you get it well, there. Because once it gets there, it's there. But it's yeah. you got to get it there and then stop it there. Yeah, basically. Right. Dude, space physics is fucking crazy. Dude, space is so fucking crazy. Yeah, physics and space is wild. Orbital mechanics is crazy. You can sometimes go, like, move towards something, and the act of moving towards it makes you go farther away from it. Wow. (laughs) Dude, look at that ad. Did you see that? What, (laughs) No, maybe. It was was like a chubby kid. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, now I feel bad. (laughs) A broad Americana lens. Uh, Good catch, Ben. Good catch. (laughs) But yeah, that's happening in like a week. Yeah, real so soon. That'll be. That's some pretty exciting news, science-wise, for sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. definitely, we'll definitely give scientists, you know, some cr- get new eyes on the universe that they haven't had before. It's gonna be cool. Oh, yeah. Very cool, <laughs> dude. So actually, I also had kind of a different nature fact. Can we do space facts as nature facts? Because space is nature. Yeah, that's definitely part of the wilderness. That's like the biggest wilderness there is, really. Right. Okay, so I watched a really cool uh, YouTube today about basically Saturn did not always have rings. Saturn used to have a bunch of moons. And sometime between 10 and 100 million years ago, one of these moons, which was comprised primarily of ice, got... I forget what the term was, but got to a point where basically Saturn's massive gravity was more than the moon's cohesiveness provided. So like the far side of the moon pulled away and the close side of the moon to Saturn pulled hard enough that like shit would just literally lift off the surface of the moon and slowly get ripped away. And that over the course of, I don't know how many, maybe five years or one year, 10 million years or whatever, it slowly ripped this moon apart. And that's what formed into the Saturn rings that we see. So like, oh, so the gravity just pulled the thing apart. The gravity of the planet slowly pulled the moon apart. Yeah. Which I thought that would make a cool sci-fi story. Like being a civilization that forms like a colony or something that is on a moon like that and being like, holy shit, it's going to pull it apart. (laughs) And being there like right at at the end of it pulling apart. Like, like, could you imagine like the big moment when you like go to like let a feather go or something and it just floats up into the air? 
<laughs> yeah, but it, it was a cool animation. It showed like a bunch of shit breaking apart. Oh, but then the other cool thing was at the edge of Saturn's rings, the ice, and I'm not sure why it does this, but forms like this little band, I think a couple miles wide of like two mile tall ice mountains. Holy fuck. Yeah, uh, I think Cassini, a spacecraft, uh, took pictures of it and like sent that data back. But that's wild. That's absolutely insane. That's massive. Yeah, that's insane. (laughs) So yeah, space fact of the week. Yeah, super cool. Um, Well, you guys got anything else you want to talk about? Not really, man. Close to an hour. I had a... Do you guys ever watch Weekend Update on Saturday Night Live? Yeah, it's my favorite uh, bit. Did you watch the one from this past week? No. They're pretty funny. There's a... Uh, I like the, like, I noticed they do one segment where it's more political and then the other one where it's more, like, just weird news stuff. Right. Uh, the weird news one was pretty funny this week. I thought maybe we could play that. It's only a couple minutes long. Sweet. Let's do it. Pretty. Get some good laughs out of this. <laughs> A new, a new study finds that regular use of marijuana may disrupt people's sleep. That's adorable, said cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it was reported that Sylvester Stallone will star in a new TV series playing an Italian mob boss from Kansas City in what is an absolute nightmare scenario for the closed captioning guy. <laughs> <laughs> A man in India has set a new record by staring directly at the sun for an hour without blinking. The record is for best drugs. (laughs) A woman testifying in the sex trafficking trial of Ghislaine Maxwell said that Maxwell told her that Jeffrey Epstein needed to have sex about three times a day, and if not, he'd kill himself. NBC said that it would not air the qualifying trials for the Olympic curling team because of an ad on the ice for a Dutch sex toy. Oh, so that's what that thing is. (laughs) (laughs) They showed the curling stone. (laughs) Shows that female doctors over the course of their careers make $2 million less than men. Oh, that's just not right. I mean, female doctors? <laughs> we don't laugh at the... Hold on, hold on. We don't laugh at those jokes on this podcast. <laughs> oh, every other joke except yeah. that one. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> a new study finds... <laughs> a new study finds that if cats were humans, their behavior would classify them as psychopaths. <laughs> what? While if dogs were human, they would get me too on day one. <laughs> Barefoot Wine has teamed up with Oreos to create a line of red wine with hints of chocolate, while I have teamed up with alcoholism to give it a try. <laughs> a new report lists the city with the worst traffic in the world as London, England. Uh, here's an idea. Maybe stop driving on the wrong side of the road. <laughs> Just saying. 
Kentucky Fried Chicken is testing a new dipping sauce called Sweet Hot Capital City Mambo Sauce. Coincidentally, Sweet Hot Capital City Mambo Sauce is also what Jost calls rap music. <laughs> oh. Those guys are hilarious, man. That's definitely one of the best bits on uh, on that show. I agree completely. Oh yeah, that would be fun. That'd be fun sometime to maybe come up with some like weird news stories like that and uh, do that ourselves. Like write <laughs> write like little jokes like that. Oh, dude, I'm down to do that. Walk. Yeah, that'd be I'm fun sometime. Do I'd be down to do that this week sometime. That would yeah. make some headlines. Yeah. Heck yeah. All right. Well, I think we're going to do maybe one more episode before the end of the year, like I was saying. Like, I'll, like, get the best of moments, kind of, and maybe get some clips of people uh, saying something. I don't know, answering some question. I got to think about it. But, uh, yeah, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Yeah. I guess we can just go out on the same intro music. I guess that makes sense, right? Maybe we should get an outro song at some point, Ben. Maybe, like, oh, yeah. If you yeah, ever want to tackle that. Yeah, I could work on that for sure. Yeah. But for now, this is the outro. Ooh, wee. All right, everybody. Happy holidays. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. Happy Hanukkah. Happy Kwanzaa. Happy Gaflorbnik slime. <laughs> <laughs>